The Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtags DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're all supported you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and bettors, including the crew from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all of their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to your final Champions League show here for 2020 on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer, where I continue to give you free play winners. You can check out my website, lockbetting.com. Now is the best time to sign up because we have 90 months of consecutive tracked profit and we have a ton of sports still to go this month. Patreon will charge you for the entire month of December. So why wait until the end of the month and only get two or one week of the service. Get the entire month. Obviously, a week has gone by, but you can still get three weeks and you will still make money. We are coming off an absolutely massive week in the NFL. We went 15 and 6 with our picks at the weekend. We secured our ninth week of profit out of 13 so far this season. And of course, we are killing it in the soccer as well, but I don't talk about that as much because that's almost expected of me. Landed the EPL lock at the weekend, ended up going 7-2 and two with my leans that I gave out on the EPL show this weekend. So we are having a strong, strong run. I've got a new college basketball guy in at the moment. He's very strong. He's made a very strong start to college basketball. We landed money with the boxing. We landed a 7-1 to one points winner on Saturday where we took Lyndon Arthur to beat Anthony Yard on points. We then took a unit on Errol Spence to win on points as well against Danny Garcia and he did absolutely killing it 
in every single sport. We haven't actually done any tennis plays this month because we're giving that a break till January because there is no major tennis until January. But we were on a phenomenal tennis run as well. There is no better time to get involved. If you want to start small, start with the podcast packs because that will give you every single podcast that I do. And you'll get all of Tuesday's Champions League games concluding with a lock on Tuesday, all of Champions League games for Wednesday concluding with a Wednesday lock, and all of the Europa League games concluding with a Europa League lock on Thursday. And our lock record for those shows so far is 14-2. and That's right, 14-2 and for the lock record across the Champions League and the Europa League for those bonus podcasts. I actually got a message from somebody because I put all of the podcasts on there, including the ones I do here on the SGP, except ad-free. And then, of course, all of my bonus podcasts as well. And I got a message from somebody asking me, is it worth it to sign up just for the podcast? Because he'd signed up and went, what do I actually get here? Because I'm looking through and all of the plays are locked. Well, yeah, you don't get the plays. You don't get my uh, soccer picks and my uh, college picks and my NFL picks for the $15. You get all of the podcasts. You get what you get here. You get leans. Um, the lock, of course, is official, but you primarily get leans. And he was asking me if it's worth it. Well, are my leans worth it? Anyone that's listened for six and a half years will tell you that they probably are. Are my locks worth it? With a 14-2 and record with those bonus shows across the Champions League and the Europa League, I'm thinking, yes, they probably are worth it. No, you're not going to get official plays. If you want official plays, you can upgrade. Soccer is $60 for the month, and all my plays is $125. They are all tracked. They've been tracked for 90 months, and we have 90 months of consecutive tracked profit at that tier. Plus, you get 24-7 access to me. You'll be added to my lockbetting.com WhatsApp group chat, and you will get in plays as well. So that is the top package. That's what it costs, and that's what you will get. And you have a 100% profit guarantee but we've never had to refund anybody in the 90 months that it's existed because for 90 consecutive months in a row, we have made a profit and we've just come off another month of doing that where we made £2,116 for our clients, which is over $2,500. So lockbetting.com is the place to go for those bonus podcasts and to sign up. And I'm making a big plug for it now because I'm doing this on December the 7th and we are a week into the month, but it's still worth doing because you still have three weeks. I will not be making big plugs for this towards the end of the month because I don't want people signing up thinking they're getting 30 days and the way Patreon bill you is they bill you for, bill you for that month, the month of December in this case, and then in January you are billed again and I have to listen to you complaining because you couldn't read the terms and conditions. Literally, when you sign up, it tells you your next billing date. It is not a 30-day package. So now is the time to do it in time for the Champions League. And our Champions League futures will be the main thing we will focus on at the moment because they are in very, very good positions. In fact, I gave you futures here on this very show and they still look like they could cash, although Atletico Madrid have made the situation very difficult. So later on in the show, I'll be looking at a hedge for you guys as well here on the Sports Gambling Podcast, not just my lockbetting.com clients because I gave you a lock at the start of the season, which was a dual forecast for Bayern Munich and Atletico Madrid. 
and Atletico Madrid have needlessly made their position very, very difficult. But before we get around to that, and that is a Wednesday game, we need to start here with the key games for Tuesday. And that's what we're focusing on. That's what we focused on here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast shows throughout this Champions League season. We have focused on the key games. If you want all of Tuesday's games, lockbetting.com. All of Wednesday's games, lockbetting.com. Those shows close out with a lock. We do not close out with a lock here. We look through the key games and we give you the leans. And we start here with a 5.55 kickoff between Lazio and Club Bruges, where Lazio are the three to four favourites. It's three to one the draw, and it's 19 to five on Club Bruges. This is a situation where Lazio could still go out. I don't think it's feasible that Lazio are going to go out here. They've been pretty decent so far in the Champions League. And I always thought that they would go through with Borussia Dortmund. But it's a weird situation here for Lazio. Because if they draw this game, they go through. Because Club Bruges are the ones who need to win. If they lose this game, they go out. Club Bruges will subsequently take over Lazio here by beating him. Moving on to 10 points and leaving Lazio on 9 points. But if Lazio win and Borussia Dortmund don't win away to Zenit, then Lazio had the opportunity to take over Dortmund and win top place in the group. I don't think that scenario is going to play out. I do think Lazio are going to win this game. I don't think they're the tiny team who are going to play for a draw. I think they've got too much quality for Club Bruges, who will drop down to the Europa League. And that is a decent achievement for Club Bruges because this was a tough group. Even though there are no major teams in here. And when you looked at it, it was a dream draw for Dortmund because it gave Dortmund an opportunity to win the group without having to face a very strong number two seed like a, an Inter Milan or a Manchester United, for example. So this should have been more competitive among the, the three teams below Dortmund, but it really wasn't because Zenit didn't really turn up for it. And you do get this one-off playoff here now between Lazio and Club Bruges with the, with the loser of this game dropping into the Europa League. I think that's going to be Club Bruges. I like Lazio to pick up the win here. Lazio are actually unbeaten in this season's Champions League, uh, winning two and drawing three, winning their other two home games by the same 3-1 scoreline. And here Club Bruges have conceded exactly three goals in two of their last three Champions League ties. And when you're coming up against a Lazio team that love to attack I think it's going to be very difficult for Club Bruges to get anything out of this game, let alone win. So Lazio will be the play here for me. In the other game, you have Borussia Dortmund priced up at the same price here as Lazio at 3-4. to four. Uh, Zenit 19-5 and 3-1 to one on the draw. I think that's pretty generous. Now, I understand Dortmund haven't been the same without Haaland. Last week, we were leaning an over in the Dortmund-Lazio game and we changed it. We pulled out of our lock and changed it to the over in the Man United-PSG game, which did land. And that was because Haaland wasn't involved. And this Dortmund team struggled without him. I thought they might be able to get past Eichert Frankfurt at the weekend. My main play in that game was both teams to score because they always do in Eichert Frankfurt games. But they, but they didn't get that win. They lost more ground at the top of the table, even though uh, Bayern Munich and Leipzig ended up playing a draw. I think that was an opportunity for Dortmund to cover ground. But instead, they remained where they were. And in the long run, without Haaland, they will continue to lose ground. It will be difficult for them to win games without Haaland's goals. And they'll be waiting for 
for January, desperately for him to come back. But here against a Zenit team who are out of the competition, a team that don't care about this game, a team that are on one point so far, Dortmund will need to win this in order to win this group because you would think that Lazio beat Club Bruges, we just predicted. Zenit have absolutely nothing to play for. So this is a real get-right opportunity here against a Zenit team that only have one point. And I like Dortmund here at 3-4. to four. I think you're getting this value due to the absence of Haaland. And yes, this would be a tough game without Haaland if Zenit were in a position to at least even qualify for the Europa League. They've got nothing to play for here other than pride. And so far, they've only got one point in this competition. I don't think it adds much pride if they win this and take themselves onto four points because they've still failed to qualify for the Europa League and they're guaranteed to finish behind Club Bruges. There's no reason to, to make a massive effort for this game. I see them playing some fringe players. I see Dortmund playing their full-strength team and getting right and finally been able to score more than one goal without Haaland in the team because the last two games they've played out two one-one draws against Lazio and Frankfurt at the weekend. I think Dortmund get right and win the group here. I have Dortmund to win the group as a future and I will not be taking a hedge on that. Obviously, it's always sensible to hedge when you have major bets pending. But in this instance, I'm conf- in this instant, I'm confident that Borussia Dortmund can go and beat a second string Zenit team today. So Dortmund, if you haven't got futures with us, Dortmund is the play here at three to four. Moving on to those eight o'clock kickoffs and The most marquee game here on the board is Barcelona at home to Juventus, where Barcelona are the 6-5 favourites. It's 14-5 the draw, and it's 21-10 on Juve. There isn't anything on the line here other than Juve having a faint chance to win this group. In order to do that, they need to beat Barcelona by four clear goals here. And uh, I don't think they're even going to be attempting to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if both teams decide to rest some players in. And that could include Messi and Ronaldo. And that'll be a shame because when this was drawn out of a hat, your eyes immediately went to this tie. And then you realised Juve have Ronaldo. Barcelona have Messi. This is Messi versus Ronaldo in the Champions League. But it didn't come to fruition in the first leg. And that was really when the group was still on the line. Ronaldo was out with COVID. And here in the second game, it might not come to fruition as well. Because I really don't think Juve will realistically think they can come to the new Camp here and win by four goals. So with both teams probably resting players, I lean towards Barcelona to pick up the win here. Which will give them a 100% record in the Champions League. And this Champions League record is probably... What is, keeping, what is keeping Ronald Koeman in the job at the moment? Because Barcelona have five wins out of five and they have managed to score 16 goals. They've conceded two with a 14 plus 14 goal difference here in this group. It's impressive. But if you look at the group, it was Juve away without Ronaldo. It's Dynamo Kiev. It's FTC of Hungary. So it's not overly impressive when you break it down. But still, you can only beat what's in front of you. And Juve have finished second to Barcelona, who are going to probably qualify here with a 100% record, if I'm correct here, in taking Barcelona to win this game today at the new Camp. The final game we're going to look at here for Tuesday is Manchester United's trip away to RB Leipzig, where United are the 19-10 underdogs here. It's 5-4 on RB Leipzig, and it's 11-4 on the draw. Now, 
Look at this scenario. If you'd given it to Man United at the start of the competition, they would have taken it, especially since we were drawn in the group of death here with Istanbul, Paris Saint-Germain and RB Leipzig. Get a draw at RB Leipzig, avoid a defeat at RB Leipzig, and you end up qualifying from this group. We would have taken it at the start. If we got ourselves into that position, we would have taken it. If you'd given it to us on match day one, we would have taken this on match day six. But looking at the scenario now, it's not acceptable for Man United to be in this position. After winning their first game away to PSG and beating Leipzig 5-0, we should have been winning this group. That's something now that's not likely to happen. We can only win this group if we win this game. Otherwise, Paris Saint-Germain will end up winning this group. And Paris Saint-Germain could do that anyway if they end up getting a 5 or 6-0 win against Istanbul, which is highly possible if this team click into gear. But if we win, most likely we win this group. And if we draw this game, we end up qualifying in second place behind PSG, despite being in a dominating position that we threw away because we lost away to Istanbul in a poor result, an unacceptable result. The defending in that game was comedic and we've allowed ourselves to get into this position. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer put us in this position last week. We dominated PSG. We dominated that game for an hour. The game was bookended with PSG goals, but in the middle, it was Manchester United who were pushing to go 2-1 ahead, missing chance after chance. And it was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that failed to take off Fred when he should have been sent off in the first half and every single Man United fan on Twitter was predicting that he would be sent off. We could not believe we saw him coming out for the second half. And this would be absolutely typical of Solskjaer because at the moment, nobody's calling for his head because we've recovered in the league. We are now in and amongst the contenders for the league because of our away form. But we have got some very, very good wins on the road this season. And we've been good in the Champions League. We've won in Paris. We destroyed this Leipzig team. And it would be typical of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to take two steps forward and two steps back and for us to be eliminated from the Champions League and end up in the Europa League, erasing and undoing everything that we've done in this competition. And that's why I cannot confidently take Man United to win this game, even though the situation favours us tactically, because this is an RB Leipzig team that need to win this game. They need to come at us and we can sit back, soak up that pressure and hit teams on the break, which we love to do. We love hitting big teams on the break. We got wins over Manchester City frequently last season, hitting them on the break. And Leipzig aren't as good as Manchester City. They will not be able to cope with Rashford and Greenwood and Martial attacking them with pace on the counter. They already couldn't. They lost 5-0 when Marcus Rashford came on in the first game. And that should be the scenario again here. Home or away, tactics are tactics and situations are situations. And this situation lends itself to Manchester United winning this game as an underdog, but I cannot confidently take him here. All I can confidently take is both teams to score, which is available here at 8 to 15, which is a chalky price. And you can add the over to it, which takes it around, takes it to around about 10 to 11. Both teams have scored in each of Manchester United's last six competitive away games. Both teams have scored in four of Leipzig's last five in all competitions. Leipzig haven't lost at home this season, while Man United have only lost one of their nine away games. And that came against Istanbul, which puts us in this terrible situation that we're in now, where we need something from this game and RB Leipzig have scored exactly two goals in four of their last five home games and they're coming off a 3-3 away draw against Bayern Munich at the weekend all of that is scary 
but I still think the situation lends itself to Manchester United finding a way to win this game or at least drawing and qualifying here. But my official play here as a worried paranoid supporter will be both teams to score and you can tack on the over 2.5 BTTS and over 2.5 comes out at 10 to 11 and uh, I'll be hoping that my team finished the job here and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doesn't pull an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and does everything right up until this point to get us into this situation. I mean, looking at it, if when you see Man United here sitting in this situation, seeing the fact that we have nine points from this group and you think that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done okay, you would think that um, Man United have probably beaten Istanbul twice and they won their home game against Leipzig. Or we've beaten Istanbul twice and we've drawn to Leipzig and Paris twice. That's how you get to nine points. To say that we have beaten Leipzig and beaten Paris Saint-Germain and then beaten Istanbul and then lost to Istanbul, lost to Istanbul away, the whipping boys in this group, to put ourselves in this situation, that's where it becomes somewhat unacceptable. But I'm hoping that we finish the job here. Manchester United would be my small lean as a pick, but uh, both teams to score and over 2.5 is the way I'm going to go here with this one. Moving on to Wednesday, and we look at Ajax here versus Atalanta, where Ajax are the five to four favourites. It's twenty nine to ten to draw, and it's nine to five on Atalanta. Atalanta are not as big of a club as Manchester United are, but their campaign here parallels Manchester United's because they now have a chance to go out of the competition despite winning away to Liverpool two 0 Now Man United similarly won away to Paris, and they set themselves up to go through, and they still have to get a result here on the final day. The same way Atalanta need to. They need to avoid a defeat here against Ajax because they haven't won a single game at home in the Champions League. They've drawn both of them. And the one against Micheland was totally unacceptable. And here they are on eight points, two wins, both away from home, two draws, both at home. And of course, that home defeat against Liverpool where they got absolutely battered. They now go away here to Ajax needing something. And if they end up losing this game, they end up in the Europa League because Ajax will leapfrog them. They are the makers of their own downfall here. And it would not surprise me to see Ajax rise to the occasion here and knock this team out because Atalanta have been an absolute model of inconsistency, not just in the Champions League, but this carries over to their league form here as well. I think the one guarantee you have here is that you're going to get goals because you're going to have Ajax pushing to win the game. The two teams drew 2-2 in Bergamo back in October. Atalanta and Ajax have kept just two clean sheets in 10 Champions League fixtures between them so far this season. Ajax's home games have averaged four goals per 90 minutes in all competitions. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get four goals here. I wouldn't be surprised if we get another 2-2 here, a repeat of the other scoreline, which was 2-2. But what we will get is what I said for the last game as well. Both teams scoring and over 2.5 goals. It's a little bit shorter here. You're going to have to take it at three to four, but that's because all the statistical data tells you that these two teams are going to engage in a shootout. And I hope for uh, Atalanta's sake and for one of the futures we gave out here on the SGP, 
that Atalanta get the job done. We'll talk about those futures at the end of the show, but we need to cover one last game before we do that, or actually two more games before we do that, because there are two teams, both from Madrid, who could shockingly exit the competition. When we are looking at big favourites, who could potentially go out early in the group stages. And that's been a common theme of these Champions League shows. A lot of those guys have got out of the situation. It looks like Paris Saint-Germain are going to qualify comfortably. It looks like Inter Milan from this group, off the back of winning away to Borussia Mönchengladbach, which we predicted here in a goal fest, are going to be okay because all they need to do is beat Shakhtar at home this week as a 1-3 to favourite and they qualify. So they're going to be fine. Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid need results. Real Madrid must win at home to Borussia Mönchengladbach and Atletico Madrid must avoid a defeat against free-scoring RB Salzburg of Austria. Real Madrid are the 8-11 to favourites here. It's 14-5 to the draw and it's 7-2 to on Borussia Mönchengladbach. Somehow, someway, somehow... I do think that this Real Madrid team are going to manage to get this result. I think that Zidane could shockingly find himself sacked if he doesn't. He is coming off a positive result at the weekend where they won 1-0 away to Sevilla. So that gives me hope that this team are going to be able to grind out results. And it's very, very important for them here to be defensively solid. When you're looking at his back line, of uh, Courtois and goal, Courtois and goal, uh, Varane and Nacho as your centre back pairing, Vasquez and Mendy as your back four, as your fullbacks in your back four. It doesn't fill me with the greatest of confidence without Ramos there, even though these are all supposed to be top players. When you look at the midfield, it does give me a little bit more confidence because Cruz, Casemiro, and Modric do provide you some stability in midfield. Karim Benzema is back in his side. That fills me with confidence as well because Benzema is a key player for this Madrid team. I just think that Borussia and Gladbach probably had their best opportunity at home against Inter Milan where they should have ended up getting a draw in that game at the very least which would have put them through. Now they're in a position where they need something here from Real Madrid and I think the pressure is equal here for both teams. Borussia and Gladbach have thrown away a winning position despite the fact they're obviously a minnow compared to Real Madrid if you look at the stature of the two teams and Real Madrid are obviously expected to qualify. They cannot end up playing in the Europa League. Real Madrid cannot end up playing in the Europa League and it would not surprise me today if after all of the doubts and all of the poor results and all of the people pointing at these groups and looking at Inter Milan and Real Madrid and thinking wow one of them's going to go out or even wow both of them could go out and that could still be the case because what's weird is we come into this game we come into these two games if we look at this as a collective and Inter Milan and Real Madrid do occupy third and fourth spots in these groups. But I'm just expecting them to overcome that and win these games and end up going through. Inter Milan will leapfrog from five points to eight points and into second place. Real Madrid will win the group on 10 and Borussia Mönchengladbach and Shakhtar will go out. And um, I can very, very much see that being the scenario there tomorrow with this game. Real Madrid have actually have actually only won twice in six in all competitions. Gladbach were beaten just twice in their last 15 in all competitions. And the Germans were denied a win over Real by two late goals in Madrid when the two teams met in October. So, so many opportunities for Gladbach to have already gone through. 
And I just feel the writing's on the wall because sometimes when you blow this many opportunities, it ends up coming to bite you on the arse. And Real Madrid are the kind of team that will bite you on the arse. Yes, they don't have anywhere near the quality that they have. No, they are not going to win the Champions League this season. They aren't even going to be contenders for the Champions League this season. But I just don't see them in the Europa League. I think somehow, some way, they end up winning this game. And I very, very much hope that is the case as well for their Madrid neighbours because they go away to Salzburg needing to get a result after they too. And it's a theme of the show, like Atalanta, like Manchester United, even like Real Madrid, who had opportunities to get points against a COVID-ravaged Shakhtar team, failed to get points where they should have done. In Atletico's case, it came against Locomotive Moscow. Two games against Locomotive where they played out draws. 1-1 away from a winning position. And a nil-nil draw at home. That nil-nil draw at home was an awful result. And I think the game against Bayern Munich was an awful result because they're at home against a Bayern team that had players missing and they still only managed to get a draw. They're the 23 to 20 favourites here. It's 21 to 10 on Salzburg and it's 13 to 5 on the draw. I'm going to finish the show up by giving you this hedge. You have to take Salzburg here to win this game. We have two units riding on Atletico Madrid and Bayern Munich as our dual forecast lock. So whatever price you get, hedge out whatever you can to make sure that you get two units back here for this play. I'm seeing Salzburg at the best price here of five to two. So I would take 80 pounds, 80 dollars, whatever your currency on RB Salzburg to win this game because you're out for 280. And if Atletico Madrid do manage to qualify here, you land your buy on Atletico bet and you end up making a 120 profit. Yes, a 200 profit would have been so much better because this was an even money play, an even money dual forecast on these two teams. And it would have been nice to take the whole amount, a whole amount. But 120 from a hedge is far, far better than losing two units here. And that is always the philosophy over at lockbetting.com. So hedge this play out. I do expect Atletico to qualify. I do expect them to find a way. But hedge this play out because RB Salzburg are a dangerous free-scoring team. That's it for this edition of the Champions League. If you want all of Tuesday and all of Wednesday's games covered, head over to lockbetting.com. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.